RadioInfluence.com. Welcome to America's Most Positive Podcast, The Jim Fannin Show. Be it life, business, sports, or any other facet of your life that you want to improve, Jim can help you become your best, most authentic self. Now, here is your host, the coach of champions, Jim Fannin. Hello, everybody. I'm Jim Fannin. Welcome to the Jim Fannin Show. I'm excited about this week. I'm excited every week because the zone is the only place to be. And right off the bat, let's talk about it. Last week, were you in the zone? Were you disciplined? Were you focused? Were you confident, optimistic? Were you relaxed, calm, and cool? And did you love even the challenges? Well, those markers, self-discipline, concentration, optimism, relaxation, and enjoyment, well, that's the only proven markers collectively that once they're simple at a high level and stable, the zone comes. You can put that on like an overcoat. How'd you do last week? I know on this week's show, I want to address something personal for you even business personal. I know you have a plan for 2019. If you don't, you need to listen to a few of my previous shows. Have a vision. Break it into corresponding goals and to-do list tasks. But we got less than six months to rock and roll 2019. How are you doing? Most of the time, the stumbling block is the very first letter in the word score of my score success system, self-discipline. And that's what today's show is all about. So I hope you're ready to get disciplined, to shed a lot of things that aren't needed, unnecessary, clearing your mind, lowering it 30 40% less quantity, and let's get more positivity, obviously more quality. So I hope you're ready to get disciplined. But first, let me take you through the Fannin files. Dylan Meyer, one of my clients, University of Illinois men's golf team alum, All-American. He was smoking this week. Shoots minus seven to qualify. Well done. That's his own performance. And that gets him into this week's John Deere Classic in downstate Illinois. He's going to join Scott Langley, another alum from Illinois, uh, All-American NCAA champion. Boys, men, be in the zone. So everybody check it out. The John Deere Classic. Check out Dylan Meyer, Scott Langley. Speaking of Illinois, the University of, Varun Chopra, Brendan O'Reilly, shout out. The Big Ten Conference announced its Big Ten Distinguished Scholar Award winners this week. And that list recognizes student athletes, Varun and Brendan, with a minimum grade point average, a GPA of 3.7 or higher. Hello, that's studying for the 2018-2019 academic year. And they were also named Academic All Big Ten. Shout out, congrats, Varun. Brendan, well done. Let's talk about Wimbledon. Well, that's out of the Fannin Files. 
I've been to 15 or 20 Wimbledons, and this has been a great Wimbledon. The weather's been really good. I am envisioning, yes, Rafa Nadal facing Novak Djokovic in the men's finals. Come on, Roger. I know you got a tough one. I am recording this uh, before uh, Roger knows if he's in the semifinals and before uh, uh, that match. Uh, hopefully it's with Rafa. My sentimental favorite is always Roger Federer. I love the way he plays. I love his style. I love his demeanor. I love his zone performing. Boy, I'm not sure that uh, Rafa is going to be beaten on his way to the finals, and I'm seeing Novak Djokovic as the Wimbledon champion. Serena, well, I'm seeing you against Halep, former number one. Serena, you're the sentimental favorite. You have not been playing your best, but you have prevailed when the money's on the table. So let's see. Let's see if uh, Djokovic... Serena Williams are the Wimbledon champions. And now let's go to Cleveland. Talk about the Fannin Files. 1997, boy, that's going way back into my file folder. Uh, I coached nine players on the 1997 Cleveland Indians. Uh, Some of those uh, former Indian players were in Cleveland for the Major League Baseball All-Star Game. The American League won this 4-3. to Uh, Jim Tomey was there. Others were there from that team that I coached individually. That brought back a lot of memories. And Cleveland, yes, you need a World Series. Uh, You've been uh, to the World Series. You need a title. You've been to the World Series three times, I believe, since 1948. Once a seven-game loss to the Marlins. Hello, I was there at that game in the locker room before and after. Uh, But uh, that brought back uh, some definite memories. Now I'd like to go to Ashland, Kentucky, one of my favorite places on this planet. I mean, I was born there. Why not? Brady Industries $60,000 Women's Tennis Classic is going to be played July 20th through the 28th in my hometown of Ashland, Kentucky. And on the 20th of this month, I'll be there because the Jim Fannin Youth Recreation Day from noon to three, uh, that's going to be there. Uh, We'll have five-year-olds to high school with a variety of sports. I'll talk about the mental side, and this day is also sponsored by the Ashland YMCA, and I got to give them some props. You know, the YMCA does so much positive work for youth around the country, Uh, but I will tell you that I'm here on this microphone. The Ashland YMCA had a lot to do with it. You really helped me get my start. I learned to play tennis on those courts in Ashland. That helped me uh, uh, win a lot of tournaments, get a college scholarship, go out on the pro tour, go to Wimbledon, and uh, just have a blessed life. But I will be in Ashland July 20th through the 28th. Please come out. There's a lot of festivities, and i got to give a shout-out to my old former doubles partner, Jack Diddy. You're the tournament director. Well done bringing this major event to Appalachia, Eastern Kentucky. And from the Fannin Files, I have a Zoniac, my grandson, Bowen. He's not two years old yet. He loves trucks, skateboarding, lawnmowers, what's up with that, and books. And he likes soccer. And he said his first sentence, good morning.
Mom hugs. Mom hugs. Milk, please. I like it, Bowen. You're in the zone. I'm bringing Bowen up because, as you may know, from birth to five, 60 months, you're in a zone state. No future. No past. Bowen, his only goal is to make the present last. He is in the now. He sees everything. He asks questions. Why? What's this? Picking things up. And he can be a cowboy, operate a truck, be on a skateboard, listen to lawnmowers, or be read a book. He can do that within minutes. And if he's tired, he lays down, even under a rack at uh, maybe a Walmart. He can go to sleep, and if he doesn't like the food, yuck, he spits it out. And he tells the truth. No, no. If he doesn't want to do something, no, no. Bowen is in the zone. And, of course, he has the least amount of thoughts probably for the rest of his life, although I'm going to help him keep those thoughts at a minimum. Because from birth to five, instead of having the average two to 3,000 thoughts a day, and those thoughts increase from one-year-old, obviously, up to five years old, but he's going to have 12, 1,400 thoughts. He doesn't go into the past. He's got no watch. Can't go in the future either. No calendar. He can't go in the past. He doesn't remember. He doesn't care. Next, next. That's all he's thinking. The next task at hand. So, Bowen, you're in the zone, and uh, I hope you stay there. And if you've got a little one in your house, uh, let them go. They're amazing. Keep them out of the past. I know you have to say and remind them not to do something, like stick a fork in the uh, light socket. That's not positive. You only need to do that once, and you'll probably not do it again. But, Bowen, you're in the zone, and uh, grandson, stay there. It's the only place to be. So now let's talk about you. Let's talk about you. What challenges have you had to keep you from your vision and your goals. What are those challenges? Is it other people? You know, most of us only have no more than 50 people, and these aren't just best friends. It's coworkers, definitely family members, and some friends. But you have no more than 50 people that make up the key people in your life. How's that going? You're going to ask yourself right now, who can I help be better Who do I need to avoid? Who do I need to immunize myself from their drama? I mean, the key for Bowen, he's got no drama. How about you? Do you have drama in your life? Do not allow drama to enter your home. Do not allow drama to enter your business. Drama, controversy, conflict, he said, she said. Seriously? Like we got time for this? Eliminate things that don't serve you well. Eliminate it. Immunize yourself from it. Protect your mindset. Be the gardener in your own mind. Now let's talk about three items. I'm going to delve into one of them specifically for you. Here's what we need to be the best that we can be. We need beables, a beable, B E 
hyphen A-B-L-E. What's a beable? These are I am statements. I am awesome. That's a beable. I'm patient. That's a beable. Things that you want to be, you must act like it and be it now. A beable. Now, we'll talk about that in depth maybe in another show. But there's also doables. Well, these are the tasks that will lead to these major goals that's going to take you to the vision for 2019 in every arena of your life, not just your primary business arena. And again, we do have a primary arena in our life. Um, It's a major aspect. It doesn't mean it's the most important, but it's the one we spend an inordinate amount of time, energy, and even money. What are your doables? That's your task list to do to reach these goals. But today, I want to talk about the other-able. That's a seeable. S-E-E hyphen A-B-L-E. A seeable. A seeable. That's a major part of your life that you actually see or view on a regular basis. I mean, these are your office desk, your home closet, your garage, your bathroom sink, etc. When your seeables are disorganized, in disarray, or in chaos, it becomes more difficult to accomplish your major vision and goals. Why? Why is that going to be my stumbling block? It's because you're consistently bombarded with the opposite of what helps a champion Stay a champion. Self-discipline, that's the hallmark of the champion in business. However, it is a major stumbling block for most people. Self-discipline. In fact, many business owners or executives struggle with this very issue. Self-discipline is the willingness and commitment to stay with a task or a group of tasks to reach well-defined goals that lead to a vision. Here's a beable. I am willing and committed to execute each task, a doable, to reach each well-defined goal and my vision. You know, self-discipline in any given life arena, well, that's difficult just by itself. But to have self-discipline in all of your life arenas, I mean, that's the ultimate challenge for the peak performer. Because other arenas can take you out of the zone in that primary business arena. Seeables, I mean, they're like weeds in a garden. They can eventually overrun your life and keep you from flourishing. A self-disciplined performer needs positive seeables. You know, when some business champions accomplish their major vision... The disorganized seeables will eventually bring them back to reality. Maintaining champion status is very different than just becoming a champion. I mean, getting there is one thing. Staying there, that's a paradigm shift. That's different. And once a champion, there are typically more people around you that you've attracted as you've climbed to the top. More thoughts are present throughout your life. Staying a champion has many challenges. And managing your seeables, well, it can make this task definite less arduous. 
Hiring other people to manage your sales? Well, that's not always the answer, and it may not meet your pocketbook. I'm going to give you a typical person's seeables. And once they're organized, living a simplified and balanced life, it's just going to be so much easier. So let's walk through a little list in your life. Let's talk about your computer desktop, your screen. This seeable, you're going to view that many, many times during the day and the night. Most of us, we let our desktop grow crazy wild in disarray. Many times it's easier to email items from your desktop than search for them in our database. We drag them out of our database, we put them on our desktop so we can email it to somebody. And of course, we fail to put it away. You got to spend the time to organize all your files in folders. The basic folders, well, they could be set up under life arenas such as yourself or personal finances or your career, relationships, family. And under personal finance folder on your desktop, you could have sub-arena folders like your budget, household bills, bank codes, uh, Quicken, correspondence, you know, letters to insurance companies, change orders for phones. Another arena could be household. Well, here you would place email correspondence regarding Home improvements, purchases, a list of your household support team, phone numbers, you know, plumbers, handymen, electricians, painters, roofer. When you organize your desktop, divide it into life, business, and maybe even sports if that's an option, you're going to feel better. You're going to look at it and you're going to feel organized. Clean your desktop. This seeable will give you a giant <sighs> sigh of relief, especially when you need to find something. Now let's go to your office desktop. I mean, this goes without saying. Keep it simple. I mean, this part of your life, it's a direct reflection of how you are organized, how you're disciplined. You know, everyone you conduct business with can see your mess or messes if this is an office in a public, uh, a public office where you have people coming in and out. But even your home office, get it organized. From the Fanon Files, one of my clients, he went to a print shop. The professional printer, his print shop was in such disarray. He had so much clutter because of his poor organization and you walked in to get printing this is old school well my client and of course his client the printer's client he was stunned by the printer's disheveled desk and boxes and disarray and the first time the printer couldn't find the client's copy of something and he had to resend it send it the client left he never went back a cluttered desk costs this printer not just thousands. He's out of business. He's closed. Make sure your office reflects order, self-discipline. How about a company warehouse? This seeable has no excuses for being in disarray. Organize this seeable as if the client or customer could see it every hour, every day. Order in the warehouse translates into efficiency. Come on, that's going to tra- translate into money. In addition, 
morale of the company is going to be better. Our fulfillment house, where we fulfill uh, books, uh, send out to, to everyone that, that orders, you should see the warehouse. And I don't have anything to do with it. Someone's managing it, but it is organized. It is efficient. A company vehicle. Come on, that's obvious. Keep it clean at all times. How about the company foyer or the entrance? You know, within 90 seconds of arriving at an office, if you're a prospect, a supplier, a customer, or a client, you're going to know everything you need to know in 90 seconds when you walk in the door. This seeable is memorable, and make it memorable in the best way possible. Ready to go home? How's your closet? If you invited Jim Fannin to your house, and the very first thing I walk in there, you go, come in, I want to show you my closet. <laughs> what would you think? Would you be like, oh, no, can you come back Tuesday or can you come back next week? I mean, this seeable is viewed a minimum of once a day by you. You're going to walk in, pick your outfit for the day. You're going to walk out and you'll probably walk back in uh, uh, in your closet uh, at the end of the day. Most of us will see our closet twice. I mean, there's nothing worse than not being able to find what you want to wear the night before, especially the next morning. Most of us organize this seeable maybe once a year, if at all. I recommend organize it a minimum of twice a year. And I'd pick the second quarter, maybe the fourth quarter. And that's a good time if you're living up north in, in, in America. Uh, that's a time uh, to put away summer clothes or put away winter clothes, uh, put some clothes in storage. Think through the organizational scheme very clearly before you begin organizing your closet. Place the things you'll use the most in the front of the closet. Make sure you have a place for, yeah, dirty clothes, dry cleaning. But put them in something, a hamper, not just thrown into the floor. Otherwise, the floor and or hooks on the wall, well, that'll be your place of choice. You know we've had our closet like that. I mean, the clutter in your closet can and will add to your frustration when you're trying to find something to wear. And this frustration can lead to being late, which exasperates stress. Organize your closet at least twice annually and keep it simple. Keep it balanced. You do that, you'll be one step closer to discipline. It's a seeable. You see it at least twice a day. How about your bedroom? Do you make your bed in the morning? Probably not. I mean, why should I make it? I mean, I'm just going to get back and mess it up. Ain't nobody in here. Yeah, but you're making your bed as soon as you get up. Because it's a sign of discipline so that when you go back to bed, especially in that last 30 minutes as you go to sleep, you want the room neat. You want to go to bed and wake up, make your bed. You don't have to bounce a quarter off of it like you're in the military. I mean, I know you're going to mess it up later. Pick up your dirty clothes immediately. In fact, do not drop them on the floor to begin with. I sound like your mom. I sound like your dad. Put the clothes in the drawers, hampers, closets. You'll wake up in order. You'll go to sleep in order. 
make your bed. Personal car. I mean, this seeable is not private. You drive your car, everybody sees it. I had an opportunity to meet someone of high priority, well-established, had written a book, a bestseller, came out with a foundation. I'm in L.A., and he's going to pick me up, and we're going to go out to dinner. And he picks me up, and there's fast food wrappers on the floor in the front seat. It was dirty. Back seat had all kinds of garbage. He just tossed it over the back. I mean, I thought I was back in college. Am I doing business with him? No, I'm not. If you're not going to keep your personal car clean, how are you going to keep everything we're doing in order? Your car is a direct reflection of you and expression, how you care about your important stuff. Important stuff. In fact, many people lose business. And I told you about how one person did lose business. If they treat their own car like that, would they take care of my account with the same lack of discipline? I hope not. Keep your car clean inside and out. Clean the glove compartment, especially the trunk. So many people have apologized for their dirty car. But the psychological damage, it's been done. My daughter drove home. And she lost a hubcap. Day one goes by, no hubcap. Day two, no hubcap. Day three, she only had three hug, hubcaps. What's up with that? I said, you don't care about your car? I'll get it later. It's a reflection on you. Go get a hubcap. Well, I don't know where to go. Figure it out. You're 21. <laughs> Figure it out. Let's go to the next seeable. The bathroom, counter, and sink. You're going to go to your mirror. You're going to go to the bathroom sink minimum twice a day. And if you work at home, well, you may go there more. Keep it clear of almost everything. Nothing on the top counter. I know, no one's going to see it. What's the big deal? You're going to see it. That's what the big deal is. Start the day, end the day, organized and simple. Keep your bathroom sink clean and clear, period. How about the home kitchen sink? We've all left dishes in the sink. Put your dirty dishes in the dishwasher or clean them immediately and put them away. A dirty sink makes you want to run from the kitchen. This seeable has found its way into most people's homes in a negative way. And this task is perfect. If you have a 12-year-old, here's your assignment, Bobby. She or he, your kid, needs to learn there's no free lunch. Sooner or later, go ask my daughters. There ain't no free lunch. Your refrigerator, would you let your boss see the inside of your fridge? Would you let the girl you've been dating only for a month Look inside your fridge. Are there spills that haven't been cleaned up for days or weeks? Is it organized? Is it messy? Seeables. And now let's talk about the garage. This seeable, you're going to see it twice every day. Climbing over your piled up stuff is not the way to leave for work. It's definitely not what you want to see once you arrive home. Clean the garage 
and clean it really well at least twice a year. Daily keep the clutter to a minimum. Do it. Quit procrastinating. It's time to upgrade your seeables. And now I'm going to talk about maybe the most important seeable. That's your personal wardrobe. Well, I don't always see it. Oh, come on. You look in the mirror. You may even have the thought, I've never met a mirror I didn't like. (laughs) Maybe that's you. My grandmother was like that. I I may get a little bit like that, too. It's hard not to look at yourself when you walk by a mirror. This seeable impacts everything because you see yourself in the mirror many times during the day. Clean, press clothes, that's a must. Haircut, nails clean, trim. Boy, I'm your dad, aren't I? I'm your mom right now. Shoes clean, polished. I didn't hire a guy once because he didn't have clean shoes. If he can't clean his shoes, how's he going to take care of organizing what I want him to do to be a part of my company and polish them? But then there's another seeable, and that's your smile. This brightens up every wardrobe change. How's this a seeable? Well, this is going to be seen throughout your day because it's a reflection. Your smile is a reflection from the smiles you're going to get back. In fact, I want you to try this out. In the next 24 hours, I want you to collect 20 smiles, minimum 20 smiles. Mirror neurons in the body. I smile at you. You smile back, even though I fired you just now. Collect some smiles. Can you get 20 in the next 24 hours? Let's see if you have the power of influence to change another person's expression, a frown or a non-look, into a big grin. That's part of your personal wardrobe. It's a game changer. And, of course, there is one thing definitely that will brighten up your day, and that's just to be in the zone. That purposeful, calm feeling where nothing can go wrong. The zone. There are five markers that we all possess, and these markers collectively spell the word score. Replace your attitude, the word attitude, with the word score so we can break it down. Self-discipline, concentration, optimism, relaxation, and enjoyment. Get them balanced at a high level. Get them stable. The zone will come, and it has so many benefits of peak performance. Some uncanny ones with the sixth sense of intuition. It is an amazing place to be. And you can live in it in all the arenas of your life. So welcome right now. We're going straight to the Zone Cafe. You can order only one of these markers. We're cooking them up at a high level. They heats on at a high level. They're cooking right now. Do you need self-discipline? That's what this show is about. Do you need it? Do you need to get organized? Do you need to get the seeables in your life cleaned up? That's a personal self-discipline. Well, if you need that, order it right now. we got a big bag of it back here. I'd love to give it to you in the drive up. But maybe you need concentration. Maybe you need single-minded focus. I have a project coming up. It's in uh, seven days. I have a team, and the team wanted to talk about what's going to happen after. And they started thinking of what the 
people were going to meet what they might think, what they might do, how they might react. And so they went way past the whole point of this meeting. In that meeting, we're going to be in the zone, we're going to make a presentation, and they're going to like it or they're not. And whatever they say, we're not going to have an immediate reaction to it. We'll sleep on it, and we'll make a decision. But to go beyond, that that's not concentration. How many times have you started down that pathway of a project and you got ambushed because you had no focus on the task at hand? Do you need concentration? Because I got a slab of it and it is ready at a high level. You're going to single purpose focus all your energy mentally, physically on each task as they lead to your goal. But maybe, maybe you have some doubts Maybe you got a little fear. Maybe you're not feeling good about what you think other people think about you, your self-esteem. So if you need some optimism, boy, we got a lot of that. And that's one most people order. It's at the heart and core of the word score and the whole score system. If you need optimism, let's go. You can only take one, but maybe you need relaxation. Ah, free from worry and anxiety. I got to get my breathing down like Bowen under 10 breaths a minute. He's so chill. He's, I'm in the zone when I'm with him because he's in the zone. Or maybe you need enjoyment. Maybe you need to laugh a little bit. Have the tunes on. Maybe in your car that's really clean right now, the inside, you've got the tunes rocking and you love being who you are. And you love the challenges. Do you need enjoyment? Order it. Welcome to the Zone Cafe. What's the missing link on you being in the zone? And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm extremely disciplined. At this moment, I'm going to get some enjoyment. I'm going to laugh a little bit more today. I'm going to smile extra, extra today. Be in the zone, everybody. Right now, if you have any questions, any suggestions, I'm going to get right back to you, just send them to askjim at jimfannon.com, A-S-K-J-I-M at jimfannon.com. Send me any question, any suggestion, and I'll do my best to get back to you as soon as possible. You know, when you see your life in order, you're going to feel the simplicity and the balance that it's going to provide Yeah, I want you to be disciplined with your vision, breaking it down into quarterly, monthly, weekly, achievable, well-defined goals. There's no doubt. But you got to get your personal life and your business life in order, too. Now you can tackle the macro items in your life without the distraction of the seemingly insignificant items that I call seeables. Seeables. They are reflections of your overall self-discipline. Don't hide it. Get discipline. Order. Control. Simplicity. Balance. These are the words, thoughts, and feelings of the champion. Not just the ascent to a championship level, but staying there. Yeah, that's why it's important to keep your room clean. All right, Mom, you were right. I'm going to make my bed. 
The zone is a purposeful, calm feeling that nothing can go wrong. It's the only place to be. Be in the zone, everybody. And I'll talk to you next week. Have an awesome zone week. This has been America's Most Positive Podcast, The Jim Fannin Show. Get more of Jim's knowledge, experience, and tips, as well as what's coming up on the show now at jimfannin.com. And make sure to follow Jim on Twitter, at Jim Fannin. This has been The Jim Fannin Show on Radio Influence. This is a Crush Performance with Jeff Crushell Quick Fix on Radio Influence. There's three priorities that we look at first and foremost, and I want you guys to do this. If you're a parent, if you're a coach, if you're an administrator, or if you're those athletes, hopefully there's a lot of you listening right now. There's three things we look at right off the bat. And number one is sort of where you feel you are, your self-awareness, your self-evaluation getting a clear understanding of where you're at. Because let's face it, we're terrible. We are literally, as human beings, very, very poor at self-evaluating. And it is absolutely critical that this is done well. Second, you got to have an idea of what your passion level is and an understanding of what it's truly going to take to chase down your dream. We basically self-select based on our genetics and our interests and our environment. But if you have a passion for a sport, uh, get that starting point understand where you're at, and then try to get an idea of what it's going to take to chase down your dream. Because I think a lot of young athletes and a lot of young performers, not just in sport, really underestimate what it takes. And then finally, and maybe most importantly, something that's very, very underrated in every sporting conversation that I've ever had around the globe and at every level is the financial model. It's reality. It's hardcore reality. And we don't want your parents taking out a third or fourth mortgage on their house. We don't want them you know, selling everything to help you chase down your dream. Though that's happening right now today. It's happened yesterday. It's going to happen tomorrow. But we need a realistic idea of a financial model that's going to allow you to chase down your dreams. Crush Performance with Jeff Crushell can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.